Welcome to Dan Dan the Pearman Podcast, brought to you by all things strange, unusual, and unknown in the world. Take a walk with me, your host Dan, as we explore the world of the strange, unusual, unexplained, and the unknown. During our time together, we will look at facts, findings, experiences, and research of current and past encounters. It is my pleasure and passion of the supernatural and unknown that has sparked this podcast to life in a small city in central Michigan. Let's not waste any more time and jump right into today's episode. Episode 9, Parashini, Michigan. Parashini was established in 1873 as founder George Shaney received a land grant from the Michigan Central Railroad Company to establish a stop along the railroad. A general store was established along with sawmills, a doctor's office, hotel with a telegraph service, and a post office. In the mid-1870s, the population was approximately 1,500 people. In 1893, a plague, cholera, diphtheria, or possibly smallpox, spread throughout the town, wiping out most of the population, which was around 1,500 people at the time. In 1897, an outbreak returned, killing even more townsfolk dwindling the population down to 25 people by 1901 and 18 people by 1917. The town was sold off in auction and the remaining townsfolk split. Some returned but only to burn the rest of the town completely to ashes in hopes of destroying the plague that killed off so many residents. Parashini was now an official ghost town. It's believed Parashini was cursed and is said to have been founded on an old Indian burial ground. In more recent news about Parashini, on October 16, 2009, a group of teens who had gathered at the Parashini Cemetery were confronted by a white male in his 50s. The man brandished and fired a shotgun at the teens. We've had a ton of complaints over the years, said Crawford County Sheriff who encouraged people to stay out of the cemetery. There's always something going on in Parashini Cemetery. In March 2015, it was announced that there are plans to restore the cemetery to its former glory. To this day, Parashini remains number two on the top ten witch graves in the Midwest, topped only by Bloody Mary of Indiana. The cemetery is owned by Beaver Creek Township and is maintained by the township as well. Since it became abandoned, travelers have reported the habitation of witches, ghosts, and other strange beings. Glowing lights of different kinds are said to be seen on occasion in the woods and up in the trees. The ghostly laughing of children has been faintly heard coming from the wooded area and childlike handprints have been left on the vehicles of people who return to their cars after walking through the area. Aside from being built over an old Indian burial ground, some say a townswoman was accused of being a witch and was banished to the woods. She retaliated by setting a curse on the town and townsfolk of Parashini. 
Another version that makes more sense is that a townswoman who became pregnant out of wedlock and she was banished from town and it was she who set the curse. To this day, the prevalent plant growth in the cemetery is a mysterious mossy grass that is said by some to prove the evil that presides over the land. It is not some cursed evil weed but appears to be a fungus called lichen which can be used for medicinal purposes. The town of Parashini has no remaining buildings, but it is still listed on some maps. The only telltale sign that there was any town there is the Shaney Cemetery, where no sign marks its location as it was stolen, but only a few gravestones remained as vandals have broken and or destroyed many of them. Family members whose ancestors' gravestones had been stolen or destroyed now mark those graves with rocks. Vandals have also been caught digging up graves looking for jewelry and sent to serve time. In fact, one oddball incident involved a teenager who dug up a grave and then drove around his town with the corpse's skull displayed in his rear window. In later years, that young man became sheriff of Crawford County. Parashini is known far and wide as the number one witch grave in Michigan and number two in the United States, with only Bloody Mary topping as number one in Indiana. But guess what? No witch is buried there. But that doesn't stop paranormal activity from occurring. Parashini is located southeast of Grayling, Michigan, straight across from where US-127 and US-75 meet at the fork. This place is out in the middle of nowhere. The road that leads to the town center is a one-lane dirt track that's even creepier than the cemetery. Some swear if you visit, you will get a feeling of foreboding as you travel down the one-lane dirt track toward Parashini's location. Some say it's even worse when going there at dusk. In short, yes, there was once a town there. Yes, it is completely gone. And yes, many died from a plague. But also, yes, there has been numerous accounts of paranormal activity. Calling Parashini a small town would be a bit of a stretch. In fact, Parashini isn't even a town anymore. This ghost town is abandoned, except for the alleged ghost sightings at the cemetery. Whether you believe in spirits or specters yourself, there are certainly a lot of tales about this spot, witches, curses, and ghosts are all attached to the lore of this abandoned town, lost in time. It may be one of the most haunted spots in all of Michigan. Do you dare visit? If you like bird watching, Parashini is a great place to see the Kirtland Warbler. But, if you believe in the paranormal, there's nothing more exciting than checking out a supposedly haunted cemetery. Michigan is home to plenty of spooky destinations, but there's one historic spot here in the Great Lakes State that some claim is teeming with ghosts, spirits, and other entities. Maybe it was a vengeful witch, some say, who caused both the epidemics and the fire after her neighbors had banished her to the surrounding wilderness. History doesn't tell us what her transgressions supposedly were, she cursed the land. Another legend says she was later hanged 
from a tree in the cemetery, and her body was burned, or buried among the 90 graves. To this day, some visitors claim to have seen her ghost haunting Parashini Cemetery. When you're ready to explore one of Michigan's eeriest destinations, head to this unique cemetery. I myself am planning on visiting northern Michigan later this spring, summer, once the weather decides to warm up and stay warm, and I will be visiting Parashini and a few other haunted locations while up north. I will have my ghost hunting equipment along for the ride as well, and will later share any and all evidence I am able to conjure up while visiting these locations. Of course, while following all posted rules and regulations, as I am not trying to ask for any trouble with the local government. This week's episode is quite a bit shorter than normal, but being a Michigander myself, I couldn't let Parashini slip through the cracks and not be shared with you all. Thank you all for joining me for Episode 9, Parashini, Michigan. If you are an avid listener of Dan Dan the Paraman, please like, follow, leave a review, and share. Also, send us a quick email to dandantheparamanpodcast at gmail.com to join our email list for a weekly reminder of new episodes and any other need-to-know information about what Dan Dan the Paraman is up to. You can find us on Spotify, Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, Deezer, and more platforms, as well as Instagram at Dan Dan the Paraman Podcast. Also, online at dandantheparamanpodcast.buzzsprout.com and through our email at dandantheparamanpodcast at gmail.com. Send us an email with all of your strange encounters or ghost stories to have them end up on a future episode. We are nearing the end of Season 1, and we'll be working on more exciting things hopefully before we take a short break between Seasons 1 and 2. Stay tuned for more fun facts, findings, and experiences of current and past strange, unusual, and unknown encounters. Be sure to check the show notes for this episode for all the information we discussed in this episode as well.